Um, 1 Kings chapter 3, verse uh, 16 to 27. I'm just going to talk a few minutes this morning about the uh, price. price that a, mother, a mother's willing to pay. First um, Kings chapter 3, verse 16 says, Then came there two women that were harlots unto the king and stood before him. And one woman said, my, Oh my Lord, I and this woman dwell in one house, and I was delivered of a child with her in the house. And it came to pass the third day, that after I was delivered, that this woman was delivered also, and we were together. There was no stranger with us in the house, save we two in the house. And this woman's child died in the night because she overlaid it. And she arose at midnight and took my son from beside me, while thine handmaid slept, and I laid it on her bosom, and laid it in her bosom, and laid her dead child in my bosom. When I arose in the morning to give my child suck, behold, he, it was dead. And when I had considered it in the morning, behold, it was not my son which I did bear. And the other woman said, Nay, but the living is my son, and the dead is thy son. And this said, No, but the dead is thy son, and the living is my son. And thus they spake before the king. When they then said the king, The one saith, This is, sorry. The one saith, This is my son that liveth, and thy son is dead. And the other saith, Nay, this but thy son is the dead, and my son is the living. Man, they talk crazy. <laughs> and the king said, Bring me the sword, and brought a sword. And they brought a sword before the king. And the king said, Divide the living child in two, and give half to one, and the half to the other. Then spake the woman whose living child was unto the king, for her bowels yearned upon her son. And she said, O my lord, give her the living child, and no wise slay it. And the other said, Let it be neither mine nor thine, but divide it. Then the king answered and said, Give her the living child, and no wise slay it. She is the mother thereof. Amen. All right, that was a long one. <laughs> a lot of these and eyes and this and that. So let's, let's pray one more time together. God, thank you. For, for Mother's Day, God, I thank you, Jesus, for the examples of mothers you've given us in the Bible and in our lives. God, I pray that you would speak to us this morning, God. Continue to speak to us, I pray. God, challenge us in Jesus' name. God, let your will be done, I pray. God, anoint me to preach your word. God, anoint our ears to hear it, I pray. In Jesus' name, let your will be done. In Jesus' name. Amen. You can be seated. You can probably tell I feel a little weird. Um. So if you don't normally come, I'm usually a little more put together. Not much, but a little more. But anyways, here we go. There were, so this story, there were two ladies, um, and they both had, they both had babies, they both had sons, and, and they were sleeping with their, with their babies, and if you ever had a, a young child, you know that that happens sometimes. Lucy stole four and ended up in her bed last night. It happens. <laughs> You know, it's not ideal, you know, you're not, you know, you're terrified you're going to roll over on them or whatever, you know, but it happens, you know, you're tired. You know, Annabelle never slept, I don't think, at night, until she was, I don't know, eight, three, three, I guess. But she, it was rough, right? So this, this mother, you know, she's, she's with her baby, she's, you know, feeding her baby, and then she falls asleep, and she does the, the thing that everybody's worried about, and she rolls over on her baby, and the baby suffocates and dies, and she's, she doesn't know what to do. This is horrible. It's a tragedy. She's, she panics, and she, she lives with this other lady, so she has this brilliant idea, I'll just switch the baby. 
and no one will know. She'll think that she did it. And she, she does this, and the other lady wakes up and she realizes it's not her baby, obviously, because she's a mother, and you know, that's something you can't fool. Imagine, you know, you can't fool a mother with whose child is whose. Like she knows that it's not hers, and she's upset, obviously, because this woman just stole her baby. You know, this woman that she thought was her friend or whatever. So they, they go to the king, Solomon. I don't know why it got this far, to be honest. You know, it's just a couple of whatever, you know, the king. But he takes the meeting with them. And Solomon is known as the wisest king in the Bible. Just before this, he, God had given him an option to have anything he wanted, and he asked for wisdom. And God gave it to him. So this is kind of like the first big test for Solomon with his wisdom. And so he comes, or he meets them, and he hears their story, and he says, you know what, all right, all right, all right, let's just cut her in half, right? Let's just cut her in half, call it a day. I ain't got time for this. I got a kingdom to run. You guys are just squabbling. I don't care. Just cut the baby in half. <laughs> one half for you, one half for him, her. Boom, we're done. Let's call it a day. Let's get, her, let's get going. It's a good idea, right? And the false mother, she's like, hey, no. No, she's like, hey, that sounds fine. Whatever, I'll have half, and we'll, neither one of us will have a baby. That sounds a good time, the good times. That sounds like what we should do. Because in her head, it didn't matter. In her head, this baby was not hers. In her head, this wasn't, it didn't belong to her. She didn't really love this baby. She didn't really create this baby. All she did was take it. All she did was steal this baby. So she really didn't care about the life of that baby. But the real mother, she said, no, don't do that. Don't kill the baby. Give the baby to her. Because in her head, she said, I love this baby too much to see it die. I've given too much to this baby to let it go now. And the one lady didn't care because it wasn't her baby. She had stolen it. She did nothing to create that baby. She did nothing to nourish that baby. She did nothing to feed that baby. She did nothing to help it. She did nothing for that baby except take it from its mother. And the other lady had carried it for nine months. The other lady had gone through pain. The other lady had given birth to this baby and that baby mattered to her. And I'm not trying to be graphic or disgusting, but if you've ever been there, childbirth is not clean. It's miraculous and it's messy. A mother pays a price with her body. There's a risk that takes place. There's a sacrifice that's given. And you never really look the same after you have a baby. There's a lot of weird things that happen when a baby grows and is born. There's a lot of things that happen. There's a price that a mother pays. And we hear a lot about how you know, God is our father, and that's true. The Bible says that. And as a father, there's certain aspects of childbirth and childbearing that we never really understand. Amen. You know, we really don't know the price. Right. Not, you know, we don't really know the pain that takes place. Right. What you know, a mother goes through. We don't have the exact same feeling of joy. There's a feeling of joy we have, but it's, it's a little different. And don't, you know, don't get mad at me if you're a man or whatever, but that's, there's just something that's different. 
We don't really quite understand it. And as our Father, God loves us. And as our Father, He created us. But as our Savior, He paid a price for us. As our Savior, He bled on a cross. As our Savior, He died on a cross. And He took a risk for us. He gave His life for us. And He sacrificed for us. And there's an enemy of our soul that has stolen or has tried to steal us away. And it has convinced us that he cares and convinced us that the pleasures of the world are more important than anything else. And we need that fix. We need that thing. We need that anger. We need that sin that we've been holding on to. It's convinced us that we need these types of things. And it's convinced us that Jesus isn't as important anymore. But like that other mother, the sin, the devil, the enemy, whatever you want to say, has stolen us away and has come between us and, and Jesus. And separate us. But in the end, the world doesn't really care about your soul. In the end, the sin doesn't really care about your soul. In the end, the devil doesn't really care about your soul. But Jesus does because he paid the price. And I'm sorry, Cheryl, I didn't give you this verse. Galatians 2 and 13 says, Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. For it is written, cursed is everyone that hanged on a tree. Jesus paid a price for us. He took the place for us. And according to Jesus in Mark chapter 8, verse 36 to 37, there's nothing as important as our soul. He said, For what shall it profit a man if he gain the whole world and lose his own soul? And what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? Meaning, there's nothing more important than your soul. There's nothing more important in the world than your soul. You could have everything in the world, but if your soul is lost, you've lost everything. And it's the same kind of attitude as that the true mother with Solomon. The most important thing to her was that baby's life. And she was willing to do whatever she had to do to keep that baby alive. She was willing to let this other crazy woman take it. If that meant this baby was going to live. She was willing to do whatever it took to keep that baby alive. And with Jesus, the most important thing to him is your soul. And he was willing to lay down his life to save it. So what do we need to do? Jesus said just before that in Mark 8 and 34. He said, when he called the people unto him and to his disciples also, he said unto them, Whosoever shall come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. If we can have my wife come back again. Amazing. <clears throat> Deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. If we want to follow him, we have to deny ourselves. We have to be willing to give up what, we, what we're doing. We need to be willing to give up what we, we have right now and follow him. Right. <clears throat> so we need to make a choice. Are we going to follow Jesus or not? And this is Mother's Day. And I'm thankful for my mother. You know, most of you know our story. We didn't grow up with a father much. I left when I was three, showed up when I was nine. Um, so every other, whenever, every weekend or so, that was that. And when I was 11, he passed away. So I never really had that, you know, father in my life. And if it wasn't for my mother, I wouldn't be here physically, <laughs> literally, or spiritually. I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for my mother. I'm thankful 
that I had a mother that prayed. Amen. That prayed over me. Or a mother that prayed over me, that fasted over me, that drugged me in the church when I didn't want to go, that fought with me. The study Bible wasn't every morning was so frustrated. Just like crying when you're not wanted. So frustrating. The study that every morning she made me read my Bible, she made me study verses. Every morning she made me go to the altar a couple times as a teenager, even though I wanted to. say what I wanted to do. I'm thankful for a mother that embarrassed me in front of my friends. She's not perfect, but she paid price for me. And I wouldn't be here without that. So just like a mother that's willing to sacrifice everything, Willing to give up everything, is willing to risk everything for, for their children, for their babies. And Jesus has done that Amen. as our Savior. Amen. He's, he's sacrificed for us more ways than we ever will know. He's given his life for us. Right. He's paid the price yeah. for us. There's a pastor, Rick Perry, he said, talks about some mothers in the Bible. He says, what moms are willing to do, Eve survived. Sarah laughed, Hagar endured, Rebecca prayed, Leah praised, Rahab escaped, Jacobet nurtured, Samson's mother taught, Hannah gave, Rizpah protected, Naomi led, Bathsheba interceded, the Shunammite woman trusted, Elizabeth believed, Mary obeyed, the Canaanite woman pleaded, the mother with the unjust judge persisted, the mother with the boy of a lunch prepared that lunch for him. Lois and Eunice influenced Timothy, Zion travailed, but they all loved. They all sacrificed. They all gave. And I thank God for mothers and what they're willing to do. I know some of us, I know. Let's all say.
those Sunday school teachers we had, or that kindly neighborly ladies that we know. Let's just take some time and pray. Let's just rededicate to Jesus. If a mother is willing to do all of those things that we mentioned, sacrifice, give, all of that, if a mother is willing to do all of that, Jesus has done that also for us. Jesus. 